Welcome back to the Lash Base Podcast. It is episode number 13 and this week we are getting very festive. It is all about Christmas. We're going to talk about how to look after your clients and how to look after yourself. It is me and it's Lash Base Amy. Let's get started. So we are back for another episode and before we start talking about all the Christmas related stuff that we want to talk to you about, uh, there is something that I want to offer to our listeners because we get a lot of people listening each week and so far we have given very little back in terms of freebies. So this episode, I'm going to throw this in right at the beginning because it means that you haven't had to listen to all of it, you can just do this straight away. I have been given... And this is in no way an ad. This is, I guess, a hashtag gifted. But I have been given by Lash Assist Pro a year subscription to their online service. So basically, if you go to lashassistpro.com, you can get, I think there's like uh, digital consultation forms and waivers, different ways to save your clients' details before and after photos, um, saves a lot on the paper. It's got loads of analytics as well. And obviously you can customize it. So I've been given a whole year subscription to this for completely free. And I'm going to give it to one person that's listening. So if you're listening right now, it's right at the beginning. So I expect there should be a few hundred people listening right now. Please go onto your Instagram stories, share that you are listening to the Lash Base podcast and tag uh, at Lash Base underscore limited and at Lash Base underscore Jamie. And you may as well, if you want, actually, you can tag at Lashbase underscore Amy. And so we can find you and we can see that you've entered the competition. And I will pick one winner probably within, I'd say, I'll give you four days from the published date. So it's currently the 9th of December. So four days from now, and then I'll announce the winner. You've got to mention it in your stories. So that is for a year's subscription to lashassistpro.com. If you don't know what it is, go and have a little look at it. So I just want to repeat, this is not an ad. I haven't been asked to do this. Um, I've been gifted it. And of course, I don't do lashes myself. So I thought, what better way I can just get rid of it give it away as a prize for people listening to this podcast. So that is the competition done and the little giveaway spoken about. I'm now going to move on to what you're listening to this for. And that is to talk about Christmas. Everybody in at this time of year is loving life. They're doing lots of shopping. They're starting to wind down for the year so they can get excited for Christmas. However, it is a complete opposite for a lash artist. This is the busiest, most stressful and can sometimes be such a hard time of year. If you get it right, it's brilliant. If you get it wrong, it is soul destroying. So we want to talk through a few tips so that you can make sure you, one, get it right, and two, come out of it the other side feeling happy, fired up for the new year. So I'll pass you across to Amy because I've been talking for a long time now and we'll get started. Firstly, about how you can look after your clients. Hello everyone, yes, welcome back to episode 13. Can't believe we've actually got to episode 13. Um, But if you are still listening after all of these episodes, thank you. Um, Yeah, so today we're going to talk about um, Christmas and first up we're going to talk about a number of different things. Um, I'm just going to run through what we are going to speak about now. So first of all, it's going to be how to minimise lateness and no-shows, which is quite a big one for the industry. How to get um, your clients to rebook how to make your clients tell a friend and also how to sell more retail products again it's quite a big one for the industry so I'll pass you over to Jamie to discuss number one 
managed to avoid that one quite well, didn't you? I was like, I'll pass you across to Amy, and who I'll will take you. Back. <laughs> anyway, so what's actually happened? I, I will start on this one. Uh, is Amy and I are we're we're both ill. We are both ill, and you know, I don't know if you can hear it in our voices, but it's actually quite a good thing that we're both ill now because one of the things that we wanted to try and talk about and we've actually got kind of different opinions on and, and none of them are right or wrong and that is what do you do when uh, you are ill and you've got clients so say you've got a full day's worth of clients what do you do when you are the one that is really really ill Okay, so what is your definition, Jamie, of really, really ill? Because you're a man. <laughs> <laughs> Amy, you wouldn't understand. It, my, the, my kind of illness is different to your kind of illness. No, uh, I, I think my definition of being ill, I would say it's a really tough one, actually, because if you're ill and cannot get out of bed, then there isn't You've even, there's no, there's no debate, is there? <laughs> if you're ill and can't get out of bed. However, there is, what about if you are, uh, you've got a cold, like say, like for example, like the illness we've got now. We're yeah. in work still. We're yeah. still going. It's completely fine. However, if we had a client laying in front of us, yeah. and you are only a matter of inches away from their face, yeah. at what point do you draw the line uh, at what's fair or not? Okay. Hmm. Do you know? Before this, I thought. Before you know, before we start the podcast, I actually thought yeah I would go in but you are so close to someone's face aren't you um and also masks they they only last for a certain amount of time so do you change your mask every five ten minutes I've I've heard a story that someone was lashing and their nose genuinely ran and (laughs) dropped onto someone's head and the person instead of saying that was my nose they went (laughs) They went, oh, sorry, I've just dropped a bit of adhesive on your on your head and then carried on. But I don't oh, even know what, what would you rather have fall on your head, somebody's snot or <laughs> adhesive that's potentially an irritant. <laughs> I think, this podcast has taken a turn already, isn't it? Yeah, I, think, <laughs> I can't even answer. I think adhesive. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think that was the right move. Oh. Um, um, anyway, I've kind of lost my train of yeah, thought. So, so. <laughs> so at what stage do you say, if you, do you think that you yeah. could be too ill? And when do you make that t- decision if you've got a full diary and you've woke up in the morning and you think, oh, my mm. God, I am ill? What do you do? Oh, I'm probably like the worst person as well because I, I kind of battle through. Um, even when I have been um, a therapist myself and I've done clients, but then would I want to put their health at risk as such? But would I want to pass it on? Mm. I, th- I think I would stick with if I can get out of bed, yeah. then you can you can make sure that you keep your hands clean you keep your area sanitized you wear your mask replace your mask yeah. you can do things to avoid spreading your germs to the um to the client yeah and also i think if you're not disrupting the client in any way for instance if you have to keep popping off to go to the toilet to be sick or something yeah. you, you know you're not really causing any problems in that sense are you so yeah i think if you can do a treatment without disrupting them or or anything like that, then yeah, I think I think you You should still you should, go yeah, to Yeah, I think you should go in. Okay, then so flip it round. Okay. This is and this one's probably uh, more important as well for them. 
what happens if your client is the one that's ill so again you you've woke up you have a full diary Mm -hmm. back to back all day because Mm -hmm. that's the time of year that it is and you know excuse me you and your client wakes up and they know that they are horrendously ill and you're not ill yet do you want your client coming in or not I think if they're horrendously ill, then no, I, I wouldn't want them to come in. It is Again, it's a difficult one because at the, this time of the year being Christmas, it is the busiest period of the year. Um, and if they then pass, again, it depends what it is that's, that they've got. If it's just a little cold, then you're probably going to get it. But if it's something like a sickness bug, then probably I wouldn't want them to come in because I wouldn't want to get something like that around Christmas. Because again, if I then got it, then it's going to disrupt my clients. So you would you would lose you would let the, so sort of let the client cancel last minute, and accept that you would lose out on that one place because you wouldn't want to risk the fact that if you let them come in or they did come in, then you could potentially miss out on a few days worth yeah. because if you if you got ill. Okay. Yeah, like, but I think it would be. Um, I think I would want that throughout the year, not just at Christmas. I think you need to be consistent with your policy. So if if I say at Christmas, then I'd expect that the whole year round as well. That makes sense. That makes sense. I think my my opinion on this is, again, if you can keep everything as clean as possible and, and wear your masks and take all precautions, I wouldn't mind if someone was lying there they were and they were so ill they were actually asleep because they were that ill. You could yeah. still get them in. That'd but... be easy, wouldn't it? It's just those times when if someone is ill and they're constantly wanting to sit up, lay or, back or, down. Or they're or coughing. coughing and... Oh, yeah, that could be right. Okay. Right. Okay. So moving on, we've talked about talked about what clients would do, what you would do if you were ill, what um, you would do if, if your clients were ill, should they or shouldn't they cancel, um, which moves us on. We will talk now about this time of year because it's so, so busy you actually will end up get, getting, and with all the Christmas parties and hangovers that, that clients have, uh, you end up getting more cancellations, more no-shows, and more lateness. So we want to give you a couple of ideas on how you can reduce and minimise the amount of no-shows, amount of cancellations, and, and people turning up late or hungover. So we'll start with something that I think is very, very important at this time of year. To be fair, it's important all all year however in this year and this sorry in this month and this week leading up to christmas when everyone is hopefully very very busy i would up the amount of communication i have between me and my clients so let's just say at the moment in a normal month or week you would contact them 48 hours before their appointment or a week before i'm not sure what you would do just to remind them of their appointment I would actually double that and I would be contacting people the day before their appointment as well. Uh, You could even send out a blanket text on the day or even text them the morning of just to say, looking forward to seeing you today. Uh, Just want to confirm your appointments at. Please let me know if there are any issues. So although it's a little bit of extra admin work for you, the this time of year admin is so important. You need everything written down, everything tracked, everything in a diary. You need um, contact information for your clients. And if you can now just up that communication for the sake of 30 seconds of you writing out a text message and sending it to them just to double check, that saves them either pretending they forgot and not coming it makes sure that they don't turn up late Um, and talking of coming late actually I've even seen this uh, from a few people 
And what they're doing is even like on, if it's just text messages, emails, or even on Instagram stories, they're, they're people. Some people are genuinely posting like travel updates. Yeah. Because there's so if there's frozen or there's been a car crash or anything, just try and eliminate any excuse that anybody could have for being late. I know it feels like you're looking or babysitting kids. However, this is your business. This is your money. If you can just spend 30 seconds with a little bit more communication, I guarantee it will really, really save you on anyone turning up late, not turning up or uh, cancelling last minute. Yeah. And I think also like telling your um, clients how busy you are at this time of the year as well, because, excuse me, it it means that they're less likely to kind of no show because they know they're not going to get back in like before Christmas. So... Um, yeah tell them that you're busy definitely and I think as well another very important thing and this is we talk about this all the time but you should always always anyway take um, like a non-refundable booking fee so taking money up front Mm -hmm. this time of year if you if when people are booking in with you if you're not taking some money up front to secure that appointment then there you don't have any leverage on over them for them to actually want to turn up and be there for that appointment if you've already got some of their money I can guarantee that means that they're more than likely going to be turning up. And if they don't turn up, obviously you've already got some money as the cancellation yeah. cost. And don't be scared to ask them either if you don't do it as a kind of a given at the minute. Um, a lot of a lot of people do ask. I, f- I find it strange. Hair salons sometimes yeah. now ask for them as well. So don't don't be afraid to ask for money. I definitely find it strange if you're booking something and they don't want to take any money yeah. up front to secure I'm, it. I'm the same. I'm like, you don't want my money. Yeah, I feel. I always <laughs> feel like it's. Yeah, I feel like it's a, a worry. It's like, are you sure this is booked in? Yeah. I haven't done any. So I think it's if you can try and eliminate that fear of asking as well, because it is completely normal to take money up front for an appointment. And if they're not going to give you any money up front, then guess guess what kind of person they are. They're the yeah. kind of person that's not going to be turning they're up. Not going to show up. And this is the busiest time of year for you. So, yeah, I think that's definitely to reduce and minimise uh, any lateness, cancellations and no-shows. Definitely take money up front if you haven't already uh, and definitely up your communication. So speak to them and message them um, a few days before, the day before, the morning of, any of that. Just don't feel rude. You're trying to organise your business and make sure that this goes smoothly for you. So that's definitely number one in a way that you can eliminate that. Okay, so moving on to point number two, how to get your clients to rebook. Again, this is something that I've had experience with before. um, And my advice is to just be confident. Don't necessarily say to them, would you like to rebook in? Um, Say to them, when? When are we going to get you booked back in? Be confident with with asking them confidence is absolutely huge definitely I think at the end of the day what you've got to tell yourself is you are the expert they they've come to you they don't know any they don't know about lashes they don't know most most people don't even know that they can get them wet still can they Mm. they at at all so they won't even do it They're, they're looking to you to lead them in how they should look after their lashes how long they can expect them to last and what the process is next so if you can confidently say to someone Right, so based on what I've done, we're going to be looking at around about two weeks. Uh, when's best for you? 
uh, here's here's my current availability. Yeah, you, it's com- again. It it's is confidence. confidence. I mean, when when you go to the dentist, I know it's a different industry, but when you go to the dentist, they tell you that you need to go back in six months' time when you you book in. Yeah, I know. So I think it's definitely the best way to get them to rebook is to be completely confident in how you're asking yeah. them. You and remember, you are the expert in this. I think also sorry go on. that's right also um throughout the the treatment tell them how busy you are in January because then they'll have the fear of yeah, not being able yeah. to book in explain that's... I don't know make up a little white lie that someone's tried to book in and and they couldn't <laughs> but the fact is if you're confident and if you are booking people in advance that won't even need to be a white lie no, because you will genuinely be busy going forward if you can always think a few appointments ahead, like I think some people have their all of their haircuts for a year booked in, mm-hmm. don't they? They, it's just if you're confidently asking them and letting them know when they need to be there, then they will book in with you. And if you're already taking a little bit of money up front, then at least then that you know that is a completely secured appointment. Mm-hmm. So, again, when you're like Amy says, a great idea. It's a great thing to say when you're doing the lashes and you're having a conversation like you will be having with them. If you are talking about how busy you are and how one of your clients actually was disappointed because they didn't rebook, but you're not meant you're not actually asking them to rebook at this point. You're just telling them a story. Mm. It just then when you then come to kind of puts it in their head, doesn't it? Of course already? it does. Yeah, when you come to speak to them again. You, they already just assume, of course, yeah, of course, I'm going to book in, and then that's how you're going to manage to get people to rebook, especially at this time of year. Obviously, it's the busiest time of year for a reason. There are a lot of people that are the one-off wearers, yep. so that's why it's busy. However, if you can just try and convert some of the one-off people into coming back two or three weeks later, and then continue to it, uh, you'll actually end up with a full diary for most of January and February without even need to consider anything else. Okay, so moving back to talking about confidence, we are just going to um, go through how to sell retail products. And I think it does come with confidence, but we are going to give you some tips on why you should retail products and how to. Yeah, I think it's always a difficult one. Everybody understands the benefits of if retailing products. Quite literally, you can double the amount of money that you make by selling retail products. You've got all sorts nowadays, all kinds of brushes and cleansers and different little kits that you can sell on to your uh, client that, that, that will then make you more money. But the thing is as well, and, and everyone equally knows this, the products you're selling to your clients actually do work and do help and make their lashes last longer, which will make your client happier. It will then mean that they'll come back to you with better lashes, which then means you will be able to do better work in the amount of time that you have now got with them because they've looked after their lashes. And then the circle and the cycle will just carry on and you will have made more money because they've bought a retail product but like Amy's already said it is all about confidence if you've had that conversation you've got two two hours three hours with the client lying there and you're having a conversation obviously you're talking about their relationship and the latest <laughs> affair that's going on or something like try that. and get in there something about your retail products <laughs> yeah. so but you're also you've you've told them about how busy it is you're explaining to them about the the benefits of or, I, think, or, I think that's what it is you need to explain the benefits how it's going to help them 
that's what is going to sell your product, how they're going to be benefited from buying it. Definitely. Lash lash cleansers, for one, everybody should be going away with a lash cleanser and a brush because it genuinely helps look after the lashes and makes them look nicer. And last longer. And last longer. So it's all about confidence. So it's even when you come to get to the end of the day, you, you end of the appointment and you want to speak to them about retail products, you can just, you've already mentioned it during the appointment. And you can say it so confidently saying, which of these would you like or how many of these would you like or this this is what you need to look after your lashes. Because the thing is, it doesn't even need to be expensive. You can build little kits like we've got little yeah. lash base purified sachets. You buy a box of 10. You, you only need to give them one or two in a little pack that you you create yourself with a bottle and a little yeah. pack and a brush. Sell it on. It will probably cost you a total of about two pounds. They can pay anywhere between five and ten pounds. Yeah. And then all of all of a sudden you've like tripled or quadrupled the money on what you've just purchased rather than them walking out, not knowing about lash aftercare, not having anything to look after their lashes uh, but again, like Amy said, the main thing about all of this is confidence. Remember, you are the expert. You know 100% that these products work. This isn't, it's not just a load of rubbish you're trying to sell them. This is stuff that you have that definitely 100% helps them look after their lashes and it is made for that purpose. So you need to be confident. And that way, at this time of year as well, you make little packs up because um, obviously it is Christmas, make little packs up, do a little deal on them. But at the same time, you'll still be probably more than doubling your money if you yeah. get it right. So, so, And yeah, and I was going to just say, don't look at it as though you're selling because nobody likes a sales pitch. Oh, definitely. So don't don't think to yourself, right, I've got to sell this to them. Just, no. just give them the, the benefits and it kind of does it for you. Yeah, tell them, tell them what it is and... It's as if it's part of the whole yeah. service. Um, but yeah, confidence is definitely key with that. So yeah, that's a good one. And the good thing about all of what we've just been talking about, the next section that we have got in our notes here that we want to talk about is how to make your clients go and tell somebody else. Because at the end of the day, that's what we all want to happen. That's the number one way that you can market your business is if you can manage to provide such an experience to your clients that they want to go and tell somebody else. And the best thing is, and I'm talking from experience here, from if I, whenever I've had like a haircut, when not, when I've had lashes my, done. No, not when I've had my lashes done, <laughs> when I've had a haircut, the lady that's been speaking to me has been, she's known exactly what she's taught, or at least I, I don't know anything, do I? But much like the, lash, yeah. the client's not going to know. However, I believed at the time that lady that was cutting my hair knew exactly what she was talking about. She was talking me through it. She was talking me about the importance of X, Y, and Z. So when the time came that she said, look, this is this is what you need. This will really look after <laughs> you it. You bought it. <laughs> oh, yeah, hook, line, and sinker. I, of course I did. I, and I actually went away and I was telling people, how knowledgeable this person was that cut my hair I was even proud to say yeah and I bought this as well because apparently and then started reeling off the stuff that this hairdresser had said to me about mm -hmm. various terms and stuff it happens all the time if you speak to um and I feel a bit sorry for my wife actually because she hears me talk about lashes quite a lot but my wife when she has her lashes done she actually likes to talk now because uh, she's learned things. Yeah. So it feels, she feels good that she feels like she knows what she's talking about when she talks to other people. 
Um, so she will she spreads the word of the person that does her lashes, which just as a shout out, it's Emma Scott. Anyone? <laughs> <laughs> um, she goes around and she says, oh, yeah, I, I actually know you've got to do X, Y and Z to look after your lashes. Yeah, because my lash lady, Emma, says that X, Y and Z. And there you go. You're already that client is now talking about the lash artist and exactly the same thing will happen if you want people to uh, talk about you. If you can just show them confidence confidence and that you know what you're talking about it's so funny how they'll go away really really impressed that they've just had their lashes done by someone that clearly knows what they're doing and they'll be they'll want to go and tell loads of people about how good that the the, um, the lash artist was because they found a good one a good knowledgeable yeah. one and I think um, it's all about the experience you have washed all there as well isn't it so the little touches um got to have your mince pies out this time of oh year yeah. haven't you mince yeah pies birthday no not birthday cards Christmas, <laughs> Christmas cards, cards. mold wine mold, ooh. or if you can just get if you think about it, it's it's quite it, it, it takes away a lot of the thinking every time of year so you've got Christmas and then there's like all the Easter stuff Easter. all of those bits Halloween and everything if you can just manage to tailor your lash space to whatever is going on mm-hmm. in the world at that time it all adds to the experience so even if that is you've got some sort of uh, air freshener that smells mm-hmm. more festive more mm-hmm. Christmassy you like you said you have got the little snacks and things like that all of these little experiences if you can improve those at this time of year especially yeah. um, and one of the main things yes we all know everyone listening to this we all know how busy we all are because this is the busiest time of year for us unfortunately your clients just don't care about that mm-hmm. so although you can just sp- want their lashes yeah in. you can speak to them <laughs> about how busy you are it you can't speak to them about how stressed and busy you are because that it puts a more negative spin on the whole experience it, gives them a bad experience. it does yeah so if you can try and push all of like the positivity make them feel good make them feel like you definitely know what you're talking about because you obviously do know what you're talking about um also then that it does even educate your clients so that they know what they're doing when they're leaving they'll also really want to go and start talking to other people because they'll sound intelligent about lashes because Nobody outside of the lash industry knows how much really goes into it. So when you start speaking to people, it's quite interesting when you when when they finally hear about it. So that's definitely a way that you can improve the ex- experience and get people rebooked and sell more products and stuff. So that means that you have got your clients all talking about you. You've sold them loads of retail products and you've made more money. You've got them all rebooked back in. Nobody's turning up late. No one's cancelling. Everything's going great and you are fully booked. But what about the one big problem? And this is going to move us on to part two of this podcast, this episode. What about little old you? Mm. eh? The, The problem is you might be busy back to back all day, barely getting time to eat. You've got clients begging for things. You're working, you're working, you're working, you're making that money. However, you need to look after yourself. There is a lot of people out there that go too far, go too hard, and it really, really can affect them. So we wanted to talk about a few little things that maybe can protect and look after your mental health during this busy time. Because don't get me wrong, it's great fun and it can be very um, lucrative, successful for you. However, Something's more important than money, and that is your health. Uh, because if you are not well enough to work, 
then you're not going to be able to make any money anyway. So it's more about thinking slightly longer term. And that's what we want to talk about next. So I think the first thing that we need to, in fact, Amy, I'll let you talk for yeah. it. As we, I know. Okay, so what we're going to address first off is um, basically how to say no. Because <laughs> yeah. it, it is a hard one. And it's something that I've always struggled with. I'm, I'm a yes girl. Um, but recently, I have learned to say no, I've I've sacked my clients. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's a big deal. But I have, I've got, I've, I've kind of sacked them. The thing is, you've got, if you at this time of year, you probably sat there looking at your diary, you're back to back, you're working all the hours under the sun. But there still is going to be people and clients out there that will say, look, can you please, please just squeeze me in just at 9pm, 10pm. Oh, and they make you feel so guilty of, as Yeah, well. of course. Yeah, they are. But I've really, I've got my work Christmas due. I've really, my, my other ladies let me down. Please, what about Sunday at 7am or something like oh, that? I can do any time. Yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> And the thing is, yes, you look at it on the face of it and think, right, this could be a new client. This could be an extra hundred pound for me. This is, and, and you think about it like that. But the problem is, if you end up working too much, uh, then your actual performance itself, both doing the lashes and mentally, is going to suffer from that, and that will then feed into the rest of the clients. And before you know it, you're not doing a hundred percent, and you're not enjoying it either. Like you've got to love what you do, um, and if if you're you're saying yes to everyone and you're dreading working and it, it's just not good. And this it? time of year, if you're missing out on your own personal yeah. stuff that's going on, just you because you're, it all, won't you? yeah. So definitely number one is learn to say no. And it is a kind of a common theme here. It's all about confidence, isn't it? People, people are cheeky. You give them an inch, they will take a mile. So you do have to make sure that you can say no, say no with confidence because they will understand. Mm -hmm. It's just, you can fall into the trap of saying yes to too many people. But with that being said, uh, if you are feeling good and you're feeling up to it and your mental and physical health isn't taking any hits or anything like that, you are you have the, the potential availability and you can squeeze someone in at a really late time and it doesn't affect you negatively. One thing that you do need to understand as well, which can help, is remember, this is temporary. This is one of those freak times of year for the lash industry and lash artists in which everyone's got Christmas parties, New Year's, um, lots of different occasions that they need lashes for. So there are a lot more people looking for these appointments. So if you can think, do you know what? I am going to commit to this for two weeks. And if you can say that and you genuinely do feel okay, it's not stressing you out, it's not a problem, then it is temporary and go for it. So don't don't think that we're saying definitely don't say yes to people. Yeah, I think you know your own boundaries, don't you? Yeah. So if you ever are reluctantly saying yes to someone when really you want to say no, that is the moment where you need to go, do you know what? No, I can't do that. But if you're feeling good and you want to get those clients in, then obviously you can yeah. say yes, because this is a temporary situation that we're we're going to be in at the moment. So that's that. And so that will move us on, actually. And there's another another point that we wanted to make. And this happens to everybody. So we wanted to say, if you're listening right now in this busy period, is don't sweat the small stuff. And the, <laughs> Amy's laughing because next to my notes, it says shit happens. And I think she was waiting for me to swear. So there you go, Amy. I, th I was, thought you were going to sing it like we just did before. Oh, go on then, ready? Don't sweat the small stuff. Shit happens. <laughs> oh, God. How embarrassing. That's, anyway. that's where everyone switches <laughs> off. <Yeah>. Anyway. <laughs> 
So we're going to continue now. Yeah, so like we've just said then, <laughs> stuff happens. And like it's just had then, that probably didn't go down too well. But it does happen. You're going to have, you are going to have people that aren't going to turn up no matter what you do. You are going to have, all of a sudden, you'll have a product that doesn't work properly. You're going to drop your tweezers. Things are going to happen. You're going to have a back-to-back appointments booked in. And then maybe if you've got kids, maybe one of your kids is, it might be ill and you may have to cancel. Things happen. It's how you deal with them and how you move forward that is what matters. If you let it get you, let it beat you and either turn to negativity or anger or anything like that, then you're going to lose. Whereas if you can actually just be positive with the situation and deal with it, then everybody that's involved in whatever situation has happened will completely understand. Um, Specifically talking on the product front, and this genuinely isn't just a plug to get you to buy more things. uh, This time of year, it's probably worth getting backups. So if you get backup tweezers, because imagine dropping your tweezers, that would be a pain in the bum. And even getting like a backup glue just in case, because it's the worst thing, backup lashes. Just to be fair, you probably should always have backup stuff. I know we we say don't stockpile your adhesive because then you could waste it because it could go off or, or whatever. However, at this time of year, for a, if you can, it's always good to have those backups. If you think worst case scenario, uh, then at least you're always going to be prepared in that sense. Yeah, and I think um, if you didn't know, we do sell now the three grams adhesives, Um which is a good idea rather than if you don't want to spend that much money on the, the well yeah. not that much because they're not that much no or but even even where uh, the sample packs sample packs a good Sam- idea, yeah, yeah sample packs i think they're like you only get a little half half grams of sizes enough for one or two clients yeah and if you had the, they're really cheap so if you just have them as backup for example unless you can um you can buy a full size adhesive but I think yeah, if you let us put you off, <laughs> put you off, but it's the storage. Situation. I think you should buy two full size. No. Yeah, so <laughs> if, you, two days. if you have backup products, and that will save you just in case. Uh, however, things do go wrong. Stuff does happen. Um, just make sure that you keep positive with it and understand that this happens to everyone. This isn't isn't just you. Anything that does happen, clients not turning up, clients cancelling, people refusing to pay, um, you accidentally dropping glue in the client's eyes or a client have a reaction or you know any anything as all long of these... as it's glue though hey oh god yeah not not snot <laughs> yeah so anything can happen anything does happen and it can happen it's just all about how you then deal with it because you don't want to have that stress beating you up for the other really busy periods that you're going through and all the other clients it's just deal with it move on um and then that way you'll manage to get through it a lot easier So I think that about wraps it up for this episode. Pardon the pun. Terrible pun. However, (laughs) however, we wanted to make this because we know that over the next week or two is going to be extremely busy for all Lash artists. It's it's almost um, something that we wanted to do. So hopefully you might be lashing now listening to this that you can now manage to look forward into the new year confidently and you can also feel good in yourself that you're doing a good job as well because that was the aim of this to help you look after yourself and help you look after your clients as well so as always we are going to open up the discussion in our team lash base 
Facebook group. So go to Facebook, type in Team Lash Base, and then ask to join the group, and we can talk about it in there. We're also hoping that you will share this on your Instagram. Don't forget you can enter the competition as well. Uh, anybody that does tag us and share on Instagram stories will be entered, and in four days from now I will pick a winner for that. Uh, but it would be great if you could just share it anyway, share your thoughts, and join in the conversation with us because we do want to – try and move it on if you want to ask any questions then do so and we'll answer them on our instagram stories or in the team lash base facebook group so thank you very much for listening again and that is the end of episode 13 we are back next week which is getting even closer to christmas um but until then have a good and hopefully very busy week <laughs>